the 11. That's the name of today's little weave transmission, the 11. And we're going to be talking about 11 habits that I engage in every single day that I think bring uh, excellence and joy to my existence and, well, maybe it will help you too. And also, the 11 is a really great Grateful Dead song for anyone out there who's a fan of the dead. And I'm doing this today to give a little bit of motivation and inspiration, but also if any humans out there are interested in perhaps how I work and uh, what it would be like to have counseling, this is kind of a, just a little brief description of some actionable tips that anybody could take. Maybe right now you're not looking into counseling for whatever reasons that is, and that's totally groovy. But I wanted to mention 11 actionable tips that I think will make your life more enjoyable and more amazing. All right, so number one, daily movement. And that could be a bunch of things for different people. I like yoga, hiking, walking, uh, weightlifting, uh, dancing, all this type of stuff. But getting the blood flowing, engaging in movement, we're not meant to be uh, static beings or just sitting behind a computer with ill posture or even sitting in a chair for that matter. So daily movement is number one on the list of good habits. Very important. Number two, reading and writing daily. I like to read and I like to write daily. Of course, some days I read and write more than other days, but I like to do this to get ideas into my head. And also it's a way of kind of doing something that's away from the computer, reading an actual book, writing with pen and paper. That's what I'm pretty much talking about when I'm talking about that. So reading and writing every day. And of course, you know, good information, not, uh, you know, stuff that would maybe fill your brain with toxicity or fear, paranoia, any of these uh, things that can be very contagious, even though we know contagion is a hollow hoax from the germ perspective. Number three, shielding from filth and saying no. Very important one, especially as we move forward and the world begets more and more of this. We are definitely surfing the Kali Yuga. Surf is up. So as long as we're surfing, we have to be shielding from filth and saying no and being okay with saying no. Nothing wrong with saying no. When you say no, sometimes you say yes to yourself. So shielding from filth, super important. Number four, uh, body rituals and face rituals. Basic stuff like having a shower or a bath and things like that, but also doing things like gua sha, massage, uh, fascial release, doing like trigger pointing, uh, doing specific massage of certain areas of the body, belly, breast, yoni, hips, uh, as well as having a facial routine. You don't have to do that crazy stuff that maybe you see on, on Shit Talk with these people doing these, uh, I don't know, 20-step facial regimes using all different types of sludge toxins. But just taking the time, at least once a day, sometimes twice a day, to take care of your skin. And of course, using products that don't have phthalates and, you know, poofas and all the stuff that we don't want to be eating, we also don't want to be topically utilizing it on our body. Number five, eating regularly. No starvation, no skipping meals, none of this fasting nonsense. Eating regularly, eating every three to four hours, depending on what works for your schedule. 
And along with eating regularly is eating properly, making sure that you're getting the right lipids, that would be saturated fats, and of course, not too much, not too little. You know, depending on what your needs are, you'll find that out for yourself. And also eating easy to digest carbohydrates, and most important, because most people tend to make those marks, is getting enough protein animal protein, not talking about lentils and stuff, which, you know, lentils are groovy. They're just a carbohydrate. They're not a protein. So getting adequate protein, uh, at least 100 grams. I'm aiming for at least 100 grams these days, some days even more. If anyone's going through uh, big amounts of stress or doing a healing phase, as Dramatic New Medicine likes to refer to it, you're going to need more. TCM says the same thing. You're going to need more protein because when we're in a state of stress, stress hormones like cortisol will break down, will catabolize, will essentially cannibalize when you're in that catabolic state. It's a wasting state. It's almost like a cancer, if you will. Um, not that anyone who is fasting or starving themselves has cancer, but that's kind of like an end game result of this. That's why whenever I hear anybody saying, oh, you've got the big C, uh, you should fast. The big C is based on many of things, particularly emotional conflicts and, and poor eating habits, but it's also based on the fact that the person is malnourished. I mean, poor eating habits are not just skipping meals and being stressed, it's chronically not getting enough fuel. So how the hell are we supposed to rebuild our systems when we're told to fast or starve ourselves? So very important to get adequate protein, especially if you want to look good into the future, look good now, uh, aging gracefully. I really don't like that word aging, especially anti-aging. I don't like any of this anti-stuff. I like pro. But if you want to age well, keep young, juicy, plump, sexy, and plump in the nice way. I'm not talking about obesity here. You need to be eating. You need to be eating protein, uh, foods, not just skimping on the protein. And uh, you can easily tabulate this yourself and see how much you're getting. And if you have a low appetite and say, oh, gee whiz, there's, there's no way I could consume that much protein. Well, if you have a low appetite to start out with, that's a sign that you have some stress going on, that you're running on stress hormones. No appetite in the morning is a clear sign of that. And reaching for the caffeinated beverages straight away makes it even worse. So if you're going to have the caffeinated beverage, make sure you have at least 30 grams of protein in your system first. Otherwise, you're going to get into that state of high cortisol and you're going to get uh, basically a muscle eating situation. Catabolism, right? Where you cannibalize your body. You don't want that. We see it very clearly with a lot of people on anti-social media who are starving themselves and uh, touting it as the best thing since sliced bread. So very important to make sure you're getting good protein. Number six, prioritizing sleep. Not only wearing your blue blocking glasses in the evening tide and limiting the screen times or uh, putting the screens down to a lower frequency of blue light, but making sure you sleep well, having a comfortable bed, comfortable pillows, good temperature in the room, nice blanket. These are all parts of prioritizing sleep. Number seven, nature and sunlight. What I'm doing right now, as well as getting the daily movement going on, right? So getting outside every day, getting some of that vitamin D on the skin, as well as partaking in nature. Great stuff right there. Number eight, connecting to your sexuality. Now, does this mean you have to be pleasuring yourself or making love every single day? No, it can be if that's, that's what you're into. 
but it's just connecting with yourself in a sexual way. We live in this disembodied culture. And if you look back to a sludge like Exianity, which tells us that the body and the mind are separate, we know that's a hollow hoax. That's about as real as germs causing disease. So we want to integrate body and mind together. They're not separate, so our sexuality is not going to be separate from us. So connecting to that. We're all here because of it, or because of someone else's sexuality, right? Number nine, using the john, taking a poop, having at least one to three poops per a day, a good quality poop. If you want to know what good quality feces looks like, I suggest checking out the uh, Bristol stool scale from a one to a seven. It'll tell you uh, what type of feces you're creating. Uh, one of them is exceedingly watery on the, on the urge of uh, diarrhea, and the other one is basically hard rocks or pellets. You want something between a three and a five. So even if you're going, but it's shooting out of you, that's an issue because you might not be absorbing your nutrients. You might have high serotonin, probably anxiety and, and gut dysbiosis going on, but you don't want to have it where it comes out of you like rocks because then all those toxins and hormones that need to be released through the bowels are not going to be getting out and they're going to be recircling in the system. And even something like that can cause estrogen dominance because you're not getting rid of those toxins. So using the loo, the john, the shitter, preferably I think in the morning is the healthiest thing to at least wake up and have one BM then and then, and then go from there. And of course, if you're going to the bathroom like 10 times a day, that's an issue too. Or if you're not going at all, typically it seems like most people struggle with going enough than going too much. Number 10, minerals. And of course, talking about food, protein, carbohydrates, lipids, that includes minerals. But we live in a world that is so devitalized, so demineralized, it makes sense to have a mineral supplement. I like things like magnesium glycinate. I like taking potassium. I like taking uh, the biofulvic brand of minerals or something like a shilajit. Sometimes a basic electrolyte blend can also be pleasant as well as maybe taking some herbs that are mineral-rich or can balance you based on your constitution. Of course, this aspect is a wee bit individual. Or maybe even taking some organ pills or desiccated organs, or if you want to eat them, you can eat them. Just sometimes it's hard to get some of these things fresh. Uh, for example, spleen is getting harder to get. Thyroid's almost impossible to get. Uh, the reproductive organs are very hard to get fresh. So there's no, there's no um, shame in utilizing some of those desiccated organs. And of course, they are a vital mineral source. They are nature's original multivitamin or prenatal. And number 11, connecting with other humans. So important. We live in this world, especially post-Oyedei, where there's a lot of isolation going on these days. But connecting with other humans, especially other humans who you feel that are like-minded, that you share camaraderie with, very important. Hopefully it's IRL, mostly. But it's also good to have these connections online, especially since many of us don't necessarily have a in-real-life uh, like-minded uh, connection with some humans or many humans. So however we can find it, we can find it. So those are the 11. These are my 11 actionable tips. Do I sometimes miss one, two, or three of these on a day? Well, sure, it happens. But this is my skeleton, or skeleton, as they would say across the pond. And this is what I use as a guide to live well and have a joyous life. So I'll be going on my walk right now. It's sunny, it's crisp, it's very autumnal. Good day to be alive, a great day to be alive. 
And regarding the show, I think tomorrow is going to be show day. Uh, live show, by the way, White Wellness Radio. The Cult of Neoteny. Exploring how infantilism leads to our current state of dentritis. So I will leave you with this list of the 11. And I hope that you are enjoying this luscious Wednesday. And I'll be connecting again soon. Okay, everybody. Satnam. <laughs>